0: one right and that's really what life is about it's it's spotting the opportunities it's saying that Mm. i want to outwit but if i can't then i'm gonna have to outplay i'm gonna have to outplay strategically so even though i'm stepping in the field of the unknown where i know that a lot of people have way more experience than me a lot of people are so much better looking than me if i'm in the dating pool i'm gonna have to play to my strength and i have to play strategically (music) hey everyone welcome to the rlt podcast where we share some real life tools tips and tricks to help you not only discover but also reach your ultimate goals ladies and gentlemen welcome back to the real life tips podcast this is episode number 42 i'm your host mono
1: joined by leon as usual does that sound better, <laughs> so <much> better. <laughs> uh, i'm trying to sound like an infomercial no welcome back welcome back everyone get comfortable. This is going to be another hour of juicy information for your ears. You're actually joining us from a very rainy and thunderous South Africa. We've gotten our first summer rain. Well, this is actually spring rain, I would say, but this is beautiful weather, nice and warm night out. It's thunder and shower. And the only reason I'm saying that is because if you do hear any noises happening in the background, that's not my stomach. That's not whatever I ate today. That is Marno's poor post-production that's not able to actually go and edit out every <laughs> single Thunderstrike from this episode. So no, it's actually it's a really, really n- nice night to record. I've been looking forward to this episode for a bit since you said that we wanted to go into this topic. And yeah. This is going to be a bit of a fun one. This is going to be a spin on something quite novel and something that everyone I think can relate to and knows about and maybe we're going to draw some conclusions tonight to this topic that maybe you haven't thought of before um so Marnu maybe lead yeah, us in
0: absolutely I'd be so honored to Leon because this has become my passion over the last month <laughs> or two or maybe even three months so. by now <laughs> So tonight we're gonna to have a look at Survivor, the the reality show. And typically, I'm not into reality shows. I absolutely despise them because they don't give me any value in life at Usually all. Usually, time wasters. <laughs> they're, yeah. they're time wasters, right? So
1: except for Kardashians. Kardashians <laughs> is that's legit, right?
0: yeah absolutely dude i love that not a sponsor <laughs> never seen it <laughs> never seen it in my life never want to see it just heard that nah. it's, it's trash anyway
1: <laughs> can't miss it like no. honestly
0: <laughs> so so tonight we're gonna have a look at survivor um and, and it's really really crazy because i've never really considered that there's any value sitting within any reality show and we chatted about survivor a little while ago and i just got to a point where i was like out of options of like what to watch and you know, that, that sort of like mindless TV that you want to put on whilst you're busy chowing dinner. Mm-hmm. And I know this isn't a healthy habit, but anyways, that's what I do. And I, I had a look at this, this thing called Survivor and there was there was a South African version, which to me sometimes is just so funny. Uh, when there's like yeah. South African spin-offs of like American <laughs> I expected stuff. it
1: to be terrible. Exactly. And, it, was and it, it
0: wasn't that bad, right? For me, it was no. somewhat entertaining, but it was actually more intriguing. And I had to go and get addicted to it and start looking into some of the original It's worse than cigarettes. Absolutely, yeah. So I eventually ended up on, on, on some of the American uh, seasons. But the point of tonight's episode is the fact that Survivor... As much as it's a reality show, it really has, and research has shown that there's so many similarities to real life and real life scenarios. And tonight, because we're all, I assume, a lot of you out there, seeing as that I was the odd one out, never really watched
1: it. You like that bottom w- 1%. Exactly.
0: Would would understand that Survivor is an extreme strategic play. And there's so much of that that can actually apply to real life. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that come out of Survivor because it almost feels like a social experiment. Don't you think? Yeah. And a lot of people walk out of that show, whether they've won or whether they lost, whether they were voted out first or voted out last. Lost, they walk out of that saying that it changed their lives mm. and when mm. you listen to the explanation and when you listen to the uh, to the motivation sitting behind those words you find out that there's actually so much value that that whole experience teaches you and that's what we're going to be touching on tonight yeah. right Is could survivor be a microcosm of life you know how can mm. we outwit? how can word. we outplay and how can we outlast mm. in mm. life yeah
1: yeah so microcosm that's the word for today um go and say that three times twice uh <laughs> three times fast um so microcosm obviously referring to a small version or almost like a prototype of something much bigger right so survivor being a game uh, very resemblant of real life yes and that's what the game actually resembles is a lot of real life things and experiences and strategic maneuvers that you need to make through life and traverse harsh terrain and easier stuff and enjoy the beauty and the splendor of life and then be you know whittled down to the bone with nothing left and empty stomachs and hard times and then there there's rewards and you need to work your way up and you get a fishing net and a fish hook which could be maybe in resembling factor uh, a new job or uh, a break that you get at a job for a position that you're hunting for and then there's the strategic plays around are you going to be strategic are you're going to slack around or you're going to be the athletic buff dude that just breaks through people's faces um, <laughs> there's just so many facets and features of the game that's resembling of real life and that is very uncanny i think the moment that i realized i actually watched the show from the very first season so wow. you're a very very late bloomer <laughs> um, yeah. i still remember the very very first time who it's mark burnett right yeah, i think marcus so. burnett I or think, mark burnett mark, mark burnett, burnett yeah. um that's the founder of the show i mean i salute this man he really thought it through well if you look at the way that they cast the show yeah um obviously it's not just first come, first serve they 100 percent cherry pick the contestants mm-hmm. for an extremely interesting show they might have you know, a very athletic person, but he's an introvert, then they might have a guy that's a bartender, but he's super extrovert, then they might have a mathematician that doesn't know how to talk to people, but he can solve puzzles really well. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's just absolutely incredible how they cast the show and they put these different people together that are completely never going to be friends in real life but they walk away friends after the show. Absolutely. Many of them do. Many of them walk away enemies as well. There's that aspect <laughs> yeah. to it as well. But isn't that also like real life, you know? Uh, you, yeah. You're not always going to love the people you come across.
0: I, I think what's so interesting about it is that a lot of these people you know, who end up on the show applied for like nine years trying to get into that. trying yes, to try <laughs> Trying true. to starve yeah. themselves to death on an island <laughs> you're playing these extraordinary games in their and, and challenges with cows. <laughs> yeah it's pretty crazy man <laughs> like who would ever opt into that and who would wait 9 years or apply year after year after year to get into something like that which to me in and of itself was already extraordinary i, I absolutely love the show yeah. and before we get started with this um, can we just say that we are once again not sponsored, not affiliated with Survivor or any of Mark the content. If
1: you if you are listening to this episode, which I doubt you are, but if you find this in 50 years' time, please sponsor our show. We definitely <laughs> sent your ratings through the roof, I'm sure.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> right. So the angle that we're going to be playing tonight, right, is really looking at this and seeing what can we learn from Survivor and how much of this actually applies to real life. Because as much as this is a game show or a a reality Mm. show, we it, it really is real life you know you're putting real people That's where into, reality comes from. into <laughs> exactly but but it's you really in the word. it's in the word but you're putting these people under real strain i mean some of these people come out of this game losing so much weight because they went without All food for them, yeah. seven days or yeah exactly seven days or nine days at at end and it's pretty crazy the amount of mental physical torture that they go through in order to win million dollars and the social mm. dynamic behind it just intrigued me so much because why is it that sometimes you see these people who are clearly fit built i mean i'm talking almost bodybuilder level built and some of them are actually bodybuilders end up on the show and instantly mm. you look at this person you're like dude that person's gonna win for He's sure
1: destroy everyone, and yeah. what
0: happens that person gets voted out first or second or third in the game you're out of 20 people doesn't even mm-hmm. make it to the final three or anything. So in life, I feel that there's so much that we can learn from that. It doesn't mean that, you know, because you're an underdog, you have absolutely no shot. because, and this is one of the angles that we're going to have a look at tonight is that you can be an underdog and still make it to the end game. And in some cases, even win the end game, meaning, you can achieve success mm. even when you look around you and you have a look at what everybody else grew up with, what everyone else sort of achieved in their lives, the the, the things that were just handed down to them, the advantages that they've come across or stumbled across, right? All of these things translate into mm. you thinking that there's absolutely no way that I can win in life. How can I win with these things? And you look at those people and 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 instantly you start talking down to yourself, but Survivor has proved this. And as a social experiment, it has proved that the underdog can win and can make it to the final three. So that's what we're going to be focusing on tonight: is how can you take the same sort of slogan that this reality show has ad- adopted or or put out to the world, which is "outwit." outplay and outlast and how can you apply that to your own life yeah
1: look um when i looked at this um slogan for in well in context to tonight's episode Outwit, outplay outlast it actually grew a whole new meaning (laughs) to me doesn't it And again i'm not gonna uh, yeah no definitely and i'm not gonna become too soppy and be too (laughs) fanboyish about survivor i'm a proper survivor fan but um it's, it's very uncanny when they thought of the slogan. I would love to meet the person that mm. thought of this, you know, outwit, outplay, out, outlast, the play with words on out, on how to obviously exceed um, whatever the balance of wit, play, and mm. last would be and how to obviously overshadow that. It's, it's just really, really remarkable And when you start thinking about these words in context to real life, that's once again when it becomes even more revolutionary, and, like you just rightfully said, if you think about the biggest billionaires in the world right now, I think there's a argument that they were never the alpha males, they were never or alpha females, or what do you call an alpha female <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, i don't know but you know what i'm referring to um they were definitely not the maybe most buff person most popular most successful i mean if you look at albert einstein he did not have the highest iq he was around 160 there were a lot of people with much larger iq than him that drifted away into you know history never ever heard of them Um, It's all about what you do with what you've got at the time. And it's about using wit, your play in life and lasting through life and how you can actually be resilient and overcome issues in life. And it's not always going to take brute force, but sometimes it might actually require a bit of brunt and brute force. You could be a very successful billionaire. If they break into your house one day and you need to defend your family, maybe you're going to have to be a bit of a brute. You could be a very lanky, uh, nerdy guy developing the next big thing. And a lot of the muscle-fueled buff guys out there one day might work for <laughs> <Yeah>. you. <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> you might actually report into the guy that you used to pick on at school. It's literally about identifying where your skill sets are very, Mm. very early on, understanding them, becoming extremely intimate with them to the point where you can use them and weaponize them against any kind of challenge that you have. If it's brute force, great. You can become an NFL player, for example. You can go do wrestling. You can go become a bodybuilder or become an FBB champion and and do that kind of thing. Or you can just be big and also be smart. We're not saying we're not putting big people into a box and saying that big and uh, you know fit guys uh, can't be smart as well. But you, it it really depends on the day, the scenario, and your set of skills, right? What you have, and it's extremely interesting in the game to. In the first couple of episodes, it's more or less the most interesting part of the game for me. First, they get onto the island, everyone's excited. People start making little clicks, they start going off in the bushes and they have their first discussions on how we're going to team together, we're going to team together. How many times have you seen that those first plans actually pan out, right? Mm. And that's exactly the same in real life. You jump to very quick conclusions when you don't have the knowledge yet, right? Sometimes in life you are presented with a new scenario. You don't have the skills yet. So like these guys are arriving on an island, fresh set of circumstance, fresh environment, new people, new strategies, and they want to just rush in and that's where a lot of people make mistake when you rush on the first couple of legs of the game in survivor more than often those people Absolutely. get their fingers Every burned. Single time, yeah. yeah it's similar in real life if you've got the skills you've got the knowledge you came there prepared you, you know whatever challenge it might be in real life if you just rush in blindly because you think you've got the knowledge or you think you've got the power or you think you've got the charm to talk your way through anything more than often that's not going to work out it's going to take a little bit of time to simmer to really adapt evaluate your circumstances evaluate the environment look at your surroundings, sit back and literally just look into the situation and then make a very good assumption or a very good decision on what your next move is going to be. Yeah, and
0: I think what's so interesting about it and I think what we need to do is let's break it up into three different parts, right? So let's have a look at the outward part of it before we move into outplay and outlast. But I absolutely agree with you. You know, you're thrown into this brand new environment and you have to adjust and in life that happens every single day you have a brand new challenge you have to try and figure it out for yourself because there's not always someone there to help you with it there's not always someone there to tell you exactly what the answers are to life right people can give you guidelines you've seen guidelines in the past by watching Mm -hmm. these previous episodes or by listening to others people advice or listening to others people experiences by listening to podcasts like this one But you still don't have the answers. You still kind of have to like piece the puzzle together. And I think outward plays a massive, massive part in our lives as well. So in the game of survivor, as you all know, or most of you would probably know is that you have to constantly be making friends and to make friends, you have to constantly charm Mm -hmm. people. And I think in real life that really translates into Mm -hmm. think about any situation. And I think it's, it's such a difficult balance to achieve here, right? Because as much as I'm a person, I don't, want to focus my core decisions of life and strategies in life on what other people think of me at the same time i need to sort of accept that other people will have some form of control over my life whether i like it or not right and in that sense think about it when you go and apply for a job if you just walk in there and you're like i don't care if they like me you know i am who i am you're never going to get that job maybe you do and if you do kudos to you and you're probably in the right place right now yeah, because well I've done. landed jobs like that where I just said, you know what, I'm not going to cut my hair. I went through this long hair phase. I went into interviews and I just I, I was just being me, and 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 people accepted me in, in not. All positions that I applied for accepted me for the person that I was back then. But to those jobs that actually Mm. came through for me and to those organizations that said, you know what, we don't care what you look like in terms of long hair and you've got the lip stud or the earring or the tattoos or anything. I don't care about that we want whatever is inside your mind. We want your uh, work ethic and all of that right
1: Skills to are. some
0: extent, people still play a massive part in our lives. so how important Leon is it in life to outwit to yeah. outwit those people around that's, you to make better
1: friends That's the interesting thing you just mentioned um, you know physical characteristics that could make one less charming It all depends on the yeah. audience. You know, it really all depends. It's what's that old saying? Um, Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Absolutely. (laughs) You know, it it really depends. If you look at, for example, an organization like Google, you're going to find a lot of people. uh, Actually, we both come from software-based backgrounds. The people and the smartest, highly paid people in our organizations are not the white-collar type. (laughs) they definitely are not they've got tattoos lip piercing some of them rock up at work with their slippers Mm -hmm. and their pajamas on and they literally stay overnight just coding and stuff like that being witty or being charming or the the receiving end of it is Mm. different to different people if i'm a conservative person and you come to me with lip studs and tattoos Mm. yes of course this is not going to work out, but you might come to a Harley Davidson shop and you'll land the job straight away because yeah. you fit in with the culture. You might come to an interview like a software-based company where they know the people that usually get involved in software-based companies are very alternative, maybe very isolated, maybe some of them are very um, unique if I can just call it like that. And that is appealing to them. And the funny thing about wit is if we talk about the charm, um, which is an important aspect of outwitting people, the whole idea of charm is to get people to do things that you want them to do or to do things that yeah. you need them to do. All right. Absolutely. Similar in the game. The only reason in Survivors is a very yeah. selfish game. Um, At the end of the day, yes, it results in a lot of real friendships and stuff at the end of the day. But the point of the game is to win the million bucks and to actually be the ultimate survivor and then come back on the when there's reunion shows, etc, and become like ultimate survivor, etc. The only reason they charm people in the beginning, and again, I'm saying in the beginning because that's super important, is because they want to make an impression on people from the get-go so that they can get from that what they need at that point in time. Yes, that can blossom into a real friendship or something truthful later on. I'll give you a real-life example. When i worked at my previous company i was invited to a uh, let's say a work function and members of management and c-level management and even top management was attending at this event and i didn't want to go i had i in my opinion had nothing to relate to these people with Um, i had very little in common with them they were driving the best cars living the biggest lives but i knew that there's something they have that i need and that is that level of success right that's that mm. le- to be able to move in those circles and elevate myself up the the ladder you know the corporate ladder Absolutely. so what do i do mm. i chameleon i charm i talk my way into the right crowds i look from far away see what they're interested in what are they drinking what are they talking about evaluate the situation and slowly but surely warm myself into their conversations and lo and behold when I left those events I would get emails from them or send them a, ma- a message every once in a while and you become acquaintances but more than that you know you become a little bit like I know this dude I met him at that event he's Absolutely. a good guy. And those mm-hmm. people will rather see you than the guy that faded off in, uh, in the background at that event.
0: Yeah, because is it, isn't it funny that, that you can get so much farther in life if, like, you can have absolutely nothing. You can have no money. You can ab- have absolutely nothing in life. No looks, nothing. But if you have that charm about you, it's almost like yeah. you can achieve anything,
1: don't you think? Jack Nicholson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, 100%. I completely agree with you. I think charm, more than often, um, is the foundation to almost all of these others. You can still be bad at playing the game and mm. difficult going through, lasting through the game and going through the tough times. But if you've got that charm and you've got the people's vote, so basically the people that you have charmed, if you've got them in your corner, that's Mm going to literally ride you out a lot through many of the waves. It's the same thing in real life. It's the same thing in corporate. I've realized in corporate, the people that have good friendships with top management get Mm -hmm. much further and I dare to say way faster promotions than Mm -hmm. the people that are playing hard and that are lasting through the tough times and that are bringing the best results absolutely if you've got the right connections in the business and you are literally seen in the in the physical sense of the word in the right crowds and moving in the right circles that's probably going to get you further unfortunately Uh, it's not it's an honest (laughs) truth it's not maybe a uh it's not maybe what a lot of people want to hear i'm not saying grit is bad i'm saying that that charm and appealing to people's personal like mm. of yourself might get you further. Let me let me change my wording. Yeah. It, it might get you further than being way in the background but delivering the best results ever.
0: No, I absolutely, absolutely agree with you there. It's almost like, it's not like you have to be liked by everyone and that you have to do what other people want you to do to try and impress them. It's almost really just the fact that you almost have this charm around you so that even when you're doing something that somebody doesn't like, somehow they still like you. They still appreciate you. You're still a likable person. And for that reason, in and of itself, I think charm gets you so far. And I think, as you mentioned, you know, it it, it plays such a big role in life because not only applying for a job, but think about making sales and sales equals life. I think in, in, A lot of people, the sooner you realize this, if you can sell something, you're set for life. Uh, I used to look down on sales positions as like, this is the worst job in the world and everything. I'm not a salesperson per se. I'm more a technical person. But sales if you figure that out you constantly have to sell yourself to people you constantly have to sell your ideas onto others because they need to opt into whatever it is that you believe in right to achieve anything in life you need to be selling and you can only sell effectively once you have this charm about you hence the outwit think about when you go and hunt for a girlfriend or a wife Um, i remember when i was still in my single years It was super cutthroat out there, man. I I won't ever go back to those times but it was (laughs) it was the days before <laughs> tinder even tinder man like i tried that out for a little while but it's super cutthroat so you have to be super charming man <laughs> you can be the ugliest dude on earth and if you hit tinder on and you've got your that little charm going on your bio then people just hit you up i don't know apparently like i've seen these posts it wasn't me right but outwitting is such a big part in. in <laughs> outwitting is such uh, a big part in real life now let's move into yeah. outplay leon i think outplay yeah has such a big influence as well in this game of not only survivor but in 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 life as well at times we look at whoever is standing around us and we're like dude you're built for this kind of stuff you know you grew up in this awesome background where you went to university you had all of these funds you had your own your first car bought for you So you kind of just had like all these advantages and I stepped into the game and I was like, damn, I had to like build everything that I have here today. So I don't have the confidence you have to outwit or anything. Plus I don't have the physical strength or the physical or the mental capacity to be achieving what you're achieving because sometimes you step into a job and you go up against others who are older than you, who have more experience than you. And all of a sudden you have to constantly compete with all of these different mm. forces. So my key would be looking at our playing in a more strategic way, using what mm. you said in the beginning, right? Using whatever cards you have been dealt with in life and saying, yes, I don't have the physical strength. Yes, I don't have the money. Yes, I don't have the the education and everything. But how can I outplay in a strategic way to try and still beat this person at your, this job application, or beat this yeah. person in, in in what I want to achieve yeah. in life?
1: That's a that's a very very important one, um, and I think this is the skill set that maybe appeals to most of our listeners. I'm I'm assuming from the statistics and so on that a lot of our listeners are you know thinkers analytical people smart people basically um that hopefully (laughs) reflects well on us as well but um a lot of people out there might not find themselves naturally charming i think i personally for example i don't find myself charming i think i do well enough in that sector to get ahead in certain circumstances (laughs) (laughs) you're super charming like everyone that knows
0: you who listens to the show would be like leon come on man dude (laughs) ah stop it
1: (laughs) no but honestly I, i i really i've been out charmed many times before and i promise you When that fails, you can always, always outplay your peers. And that's the interesting thing. Uh, A couple of years back, and again, I'm going to be really, really paraphrasing now, but um, I read the book Shoe Dog about Nike and how all of that started and all the challenges that was faced in order to get Nike off the ground. Or Nike, mm. depending on what side of the world you're <laughs> listening from. And the only way that that was ever won, and that was 100% they did not have the charm. They did not have the, the outlast because they literally were living and b- sort of like hemorrhaging money at some point in order to keep this thing afloat. Mm but they were just better they were just purely better the product was better everything about the solution was much better for the audience for the runners for the athletes they knew where to get the right people to wear those shoes in front of the right crowds in front of the right sponsorships and that's how they got big Mm -hmm. and they did that brick and mortar hand over fist and that's how they got ahead that's how they started winning. Uh, I wouldn't say win because I don't know who's going to listen to the show, but <laughs> but that's how they started outperforming the likes of you know New Balance and all the other big brands. It was purely because of the the grit that they applied in developing the shoes with science and testing it properly out. They weren't funded to the yeah. neck. They weren't. Um, they couldn't compete with the Chinese and the Taiwanese importers because they were just bringing in product at a much less price um, developed in large large um, factories they had to literally make some of the stuff and some of the you know sneakers or or running shoes at the time Mm. literally from their pockets but they knew they had a much better product and that won them the race at the end of the day if you look at nike right now i would consider them quite successful
0: yeah i mean the outplay of that situation the is just absolutely astonishing because if we have a look at it really objectively what that really meant is that they had to play strategically it's not like shoes was a they didn't reinvent the wheel (laughs) they just improved it right so so they had to they had to play in this arena where there's so many other manufacturers there and they had to play strategically and that's what's so amazing about this outplay mentality is that if you can't Mm. outwit you have to at least outplay right in the game of survivor mm. it's quite interesting because you feel that there are some people who go and sacrifice more than others sacrifice in terms of <laughs> you, there was this one guy woke up early hours of the morning went and hunted for an immunity idol or hidden immunity idol right and <laughs> every single time he did that he got one like you probably did this three or four times in a row and every single time he went out, he got one, right? And that's really what life is about is it's spotting the opportunities. It's saying that Mm. I want to outwit, but if I can't, then I'm gonna have to outplay. I'm gonna have to outplay strategically. So even though I'm stepping in the field of the unknown where I know that a lot of people have way more experience than me. A lot of people are so much better looking than me <laughs> if I'm in the dating pool. I'm gonna have to play to my strength and I'm gonna have to play strategically. So does that mean that I'm gonna write down some yeah. really cool charming lines or go and Google some really cool stuff so I can pick up the girls first. Maybe that's the sort of play that you're thinking of, but if that is in a a real life scenario in terms of career growth and you're aiming at this position, you're clearly underqualified. then you know what? You're going to have to walk into that interview strategically and say, you know what? This is my life experience. This is what I've done in the past. And even though I do not have the qualifications, I can absolutely guarantee you that I've got the life experience that proves that i don't just know the theoretical part but i've learned the theoretical part by implementing it practically so survivor is such a strategic game but so is life right it's, it's really about applying a lot of the same mentality and looking in and around you and seeing what the social dynamic is and how can you outperform those specific players right last one leon is outlast. And you've scraped the surface mm. on this a couple of times now. So I, I'm getting the feeling that you're really, really excited about t- chatting about outlasting. <laughs> because this, yeah. I think, is where the word grit really gets summarized. It's like, how do we look beyond just all the tough times, beyond all of the struggle? How can we look into the future and see... What and is our end goal up. and just keep our heads up? Yes. It's like climbing Mount Everest. Every single time your foot slips, you know you know what you want to achieve and no matter what, mm, I think mm. mental strength comes in here and yeah. outlast
1: 100%, you're quite right. So mental and funny enough, I'm going to bring in a little bit of the physical strength here as well if you look at the four types of players that you usually find within survivor we can probably categorize them into the strategic player so that's the guy that sits there quietly looking and evaluating Mm -hmm. and he's making his game four four five six moves ahead then you've got your likable person he's just can't get rid of old Fricky, you know. Fricky's such a nice guy. We can't vote him out, you know. He keeps helping us. He makes us laugh. Um, he makes food. He's such a nice guy. That works. That works for a lot of people. That gets a lot of people ahead. Um, if then you've got your athletic guys. So obviously the 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 big yeah. boys, <laughs> the guys that spent half their life in the gym just to go and lose it in forty days. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, and then you've got your slackers. You've got your guys that end up in the final four, and everyone watching the show is like, how the hell did that guy get there? Like, he was never on anything. He never featured. He never pissed anyone off. Yeah. He never lost. He never won. He never wrote anything. He, he, they didn't even have many interviews with him like they do the And he makes it show. to the final three, um, yeah. <laughs> and he's always in the final three, and you scratch your head, and you think, is this guy really going to maybe win this now? And chances are that guy could win it. Like, yeah. then it's it's dead even because then you've got tribal counsel and you've got the um the jury there and they might say that guy never yeah. ever stepped on any toes that guy never did nothing wrong so i'm gonna vote uh-huh. him in right um so you've got those four players now if you look at outlast this is where if if the tough gets going uh the going mm-hmm. gets tough or when the going gets tough the tough needs to get going and this is where i find a lot of people lose out and i i I put myself into the losing out category Uh, i am easily disheartened by up your battles um i i like to be very prepared very in a very attacking stance like an offensive stance almost accepting Mm. victory way before it started the problem is that more often than not you actually face defeat yep. and then you need to either be strategic enough to work another plan or you would have had a b and a c and a d plan already or the athletic guys do really well here is if you think about a, uh, a, a rugby player mm-hmm. for example Um, obviously we're from South Africa so that's like the only sport we do well in (laughs) but if you think about uh, you know NFL player or NHL player um, or whatever um, through their pedigree of becoming as good as they are they've had to go through the worst uphill battles and setbacks and injuries and keep going and keep Mm -hmm. going and keep going outlast is literally taking everything we've done and said now chuck it out the window and at least just be the last man standing and take in that flame and that flag and bear it and take it forward so you can be as good player as you want you can be as witty and as charming as you want if things get tough, you're going to need resilience. You're going to need dexterity. You're going to need that willingness to move forward and actually go through the mud that's holding you back and just put one foot in front of the other to still make a success out of something seemingly mm, completely mm. doomed. And I think that's, that's what's so
0: beautiful about this, Leon, is because if we have a look at this and bring this back to how, well, how does this make a difference in our lives, right? It's because when you think about people going through difficulty in their career and I've seen so many people facing retrenchments, going through retrenchment and I'm not going to name any names here, but listen to this fighting their way back into the company (laughs) after retrenchment. So, so to speak, right. Sticking it out and still coming out on top, right. Still getting a better job, still fighting for it. And Mm. at the end of the day, won won the game of life you're after facing all of this and this is what outlasting is all about right it's about sticking it out even Mm. when nobody gives you an option even when there seems to be Mm. absolutely no way out and like you cannot handle the situation anymore thinking back and saying you know what in the past i've conquered a lot of things in my life and as with those tough times this will always pass. This too shall pass. Yeah. And if you repeat that phrase to yourself in the most difficult times, it's almost like it pushes you through and it helps you to outlast everyone else. And haven't you seen how crazy it is in, in companies who fail and then they, they sort of gain their traction again and the people who stuck around at the end of the day came out on top. It doesn't always happen, but I've seen this happen. So outlasting, applying grit and really, really fighting towards what it is that you believe in. Mm-hmm. I think that absolutely teaches us a life lesson in and of itself. So you're absolutely interesting, Leon, diving into how do we outwit, outplay and outlast in life. Mm-hmm. I think, Leon, it is time for the real life <laughs> for today and uh first things first Leon I think I'm gonna hand this over to you yeah what would you say is the absolute golden rule to life if you want to outwit outplay or outlast?
1: yeah man so very 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 big tip that I've got yeah oh yeah (laughs) and it kind of encompasses All three, right? Outwit, outsmart, outlast. Mm -hmm. And the one big tip that I've got is that loyalty goes a very, very long way. And Uh, when you think about outwitting and outsmarting and outlasting, etc., a lot of that might be generic at first right so if you want to for example in my earlier example that i mentioned where i wanted to fit in let's just call it such mm. um with the higher managerial people in the organization i did that to further myself to begin with but everything that came after that was supreme loyalty that meant that i genuinely found interest into some of the people's lives i wanted to know what they were about i would back them up if they were having some issues i would be there for them in their hard times they'll be there for mine etc and this Mm -hmm. applies in every aspect whether it's outlast uh, whether it's outplaying someone loyalty is your best friend it goes a very 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 long way that's my first tip Mm -hmm. i only have two for today the other tip that i've got and this is something that i found very interesting especially talking about survivor so i want i don't want to give most of my cliche tips that you would probably find just relates back to the topics that we just discussed but the one thing that we didn't really go into is to not be wasteful right oh yeah always think about Stretching a hand out, helping people around you—everything we just spoke about is about winning, right? The whole object of Survivor is to win. But if you think about Survivor and the way that they eventually run out of food, they run out of supplies, morale gets low, uh, people start to struggle with the actual physical aspect of the game. Mm-hmm. The same thing is going to happen in your real life if you are being wasteful about the currencies in your life so to speak so the currencies being friendships um your career your advancements that you're making your skill sets your um maybe you're busy studying etc don't take those things for granted don't be wasteful don't throw them to the side always be very cognizant of the fact that these things are finite yeah these things can run out these things are not guaranteed And you have to really play the game, be humble, don't be wasteful, and be loyal to the people that you do bring into your inner circle. Yes, play the game, play very hard, play to win, and Mm. always feed yourself first. But then 100% don't be a douche about it. (laughs) So still spread the love, still bring people into that circle. If you've moved yourself up one level and you've got a mate waiting for a break, bringing up the ladder with you. Yeah. you know, If you've got people needing guidance, provide that guidance. Show them what you do. If you have knowledge that you know people are just lacking that one little thing to get ahead in life, share that knowledge. Don't hold it against your chest. That... I think I love that. <laughs> it's man. something that I try to apply in my life very, very much, and mm. it's unfortunately not something that's just prevalent in everyone. That
0: is beautiful, and I'll tell you why I say that, Leon, is because I've realized so many times in my life. If if you have you ever sat down and thought back to, ah, oh, yeah, yo, you know, I wish I was a little kid again, or I wish I was eighteen yeah. when I just moved into my first apartment, and I was like. You're just enjoying life and all that. And all of a sudden, I I hit this realization that 10 years from now, I'm going to feel the exact same about my life right now. So it's almost Mm. like you start needing to cherish every single moment. So sometimes when I sit down and I think I'm going through such tough times right now. I wish that this would just end. I wish I could get to the next phase or stage of my life because I'm just done with this. Sometimes you have to look mm. at it and say, I'm not going to be wasteful. I'm not going to waste the resources that I have available to myself now. And and here's a s- simple example. is like, I don't have kids. I've said this so many times. I want kids. I'm going to have kids definitely. When the time is right, in a couple of years, I'm planning to have kids. But for now, sometimes I get frustrated with like, yeah, why isn't my life going anywhere? And I sit down and I think to myself, you know what, one day is one day. I'm going to look back at this day and I'm going to say, I wish I wasn't so wasteful with my time, with my resources, with Mm. the money that I have available to myself to just enjoy life. So don't be wasteful. Absolutely love that, Leon. Solid, solid tips uh, that you've provided us there with. I think from my side, one of the first ones that I have, and I just have maybe two of them uh, that I want to quickly throw out there is in the game of Survivor, you always end up at the final tribal where they have to sort of vote who they think should win the million dollars. And that sort of defines the entire game, right? So the whole point of survivor is surviving and then getting to the tribal and having people like you enough to vote for you to win. But in life, much like in survivor, I've seen that in survivor, people get so caught up in other people needing to like them. So yes, charm is a big thing, but you got to play it so subtly that you can't be focused on who goes to the jury, because if you constantly are focused and obsessed about who's going to be sitting on that jury and what are they going to be thinking about this game that you're playing, you're going to get so in your own head about this, the whole thing that you're going to end up screwing up your own game. Yeah. So here's my one tip is focus on the game that you're playing and not on impressing everyone else. And I know this might sound a little bit cliche, but hear me out, right? So if you constantly think about impressing your parents and what your parents are trying to like make you achieve in life and what they wanted you to achieve in life, what your grandparents wanted you to achieve in life, you're going to get so in your own head about what it is that you're, the, the moves that you're currently making that you're going to end up so unhappy. The same thing goes for, if you're in a relationship or if you're married and you're constantly living to keep your partner happy in life i think that you're Mm. just going to get out of life laying on your deathbed and saying i wish i had just lived my own life lived according to what i the moves that i wanted to make in life so that's my first and uh well, well first out of two tips the second one i wanted to point out is In terms of spotting opportunities, right? we we spoke about this earlier on, and I I wanted to quickly just touch on that once more just to bring it to the surface is that just with the example that you gave with Nike or Nike and how they were looking for opportunities, how they were looking for strategic plays to achieve their goals at the end of the day. I think in Mm. life, we all need to be open to opportunities. You need to be looking for opportunities in every event in your life, as little as it may seem at that moment. You, you it might be the worst scenario ever. Even in your failures. Even in your failures, yeah, exactly. Like I, honest, okay, I'm gonna tell you guys a quick story again that happened to me quite a while back. I think I mentioned this in one of our first episodes. But long story short, moved in with a girl. Everything out of my house disappeared. That was the lowest point in my life, right? <laughs> Everything out of my house disappeared all of a sudden. And so did she. Uh, so we can all draw the, mm-hmm. the, the, the dotted lines together. But the point is that I looked at that immediately as this is the lowest point. I don't know what I've done with my life. Everything's gone to hell. Where am I going from there? And then a week later, I woke up and I was like, you know what? This is an opportunity, Everything that I didn't like in life or just was handed down or it was just a bunch of hand-me-down stuff anyways disappeared out of my life. Now I have an opportunity to build a brand new uh, house or apartment, home for myself, buy the things that I wanted to fit into my place and all that. That situation gave me an opportunity. That's pretty much what it came down to. So find the opportunities inside every single challenge that you face in life. Those are my only two tips, Leon. I think it's been an absolute hit of an episode. Yeah. I always enjoy yeah. talking about Survivor. I've been chatting about Survivor to everyone. <laughs> so
1: thank you so much. We're going to have to cut <laughs> this eventually. This can carry on for this quite can a bit. This carry on Let's not go into the dynamics and who thinks who's going to win. I think
0: we can do a follow-up episode. <laughs> so there you have it, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Is Survivor a microcosm of life? And how can we outwit outplay and outlast i hope that you guys have derived some great value from this episode and from our show thus far if you have go ahead and rate and review us we're really 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 trying to grow the show we're actively participating in a lot of your additional things to try and expand our audience but it's been an absolute pleasure having you guys here with us enjoy the rest of your week go out go and outwit outplay and outlast this is me signing off, Mono.
1: Oh, epic episode, man! I enjoyed that. That was that was awesome. This is me, Leon, signing off. We'll see you next week for another exhilarating episode. Thank you so much for joining us. Enjoy the weather if you're in South Africa. If you're in the north, so sorry to you. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy, guys. Stay safe. Cheers. See you on the next
0: one. Cheers. What's up, guys and girls? If you've derived some great value from our show thus far, please take a second to rate and review us on the platform that you're tuned in on. This will really help us to grow the show and reach more and more people to spread the positivity and change more and more lives. So it will literally just take you a second to rate and review us. And who knows, perhaps you could directly be responsible for changing someone's life today. We look forward to seeing you guys in the next one. Until then, cheers.